Did I ever tell you about the time I almost met the mayor of Concord, New Hampshire? True story. Recently, it was my pleasure to host Nicholson Ranch Wine Club members and fans of the podcast, Elizabeth and Earl. They had booked the cave tour for four people, and I was looking forward to hosting them since it had been about three years since their last visit. When they arrived, it was just the two of them. Their friends, one of whom is the mayor of Concord, New Hampshire, was on a later flight that had been delayed, so we had a nice time, just the three of us. Thanks, Elizabeth and Earl. I enjoyed your visit. Maybe next time, Mr. Mayor. Sorry I missed you. New Hampshire is in the upper right-hand corner of the U.S., and Concord is the capital of the state. It's not the biggest state, nor is it the smallest. It sounds nice. Welcome to the Tall Mike Wine Podcast, Mike Solo Sipping Edition. I am again between guests, and it seems since it's harvest season here in wine country, nobody wants to talk to me. We were lucky to get Deepak on the show when we did. The very next week after our session, it all started. First with the Chardonnay, which was all harvested in a single week. Hint, it's going to be a light harvest year, as Deepak explained to us in episode 18. Check it out if you've missed it somehow. A bit of the Pinot has been harvested now, with more to come this week. It is maybe the most fun time to be at the winery. Harvest. So it's okay that no one wants to talk to me. We're seeing a lot of guests at the winery, and one of them taught me a new term for this time of year, the time of year after traditional summer vacation season, when people with kids are getting them back to school and people without kids or with grown kids go on vacation. This would be what's known as shoulder season. Remember that. We're having a good shoulder season at Nicholson Ranch. A special shout-out to Steve in Glendale, Arizona. Steve listens to the podcast and says he's spread the word about it to his friends in his wine-tasting group. I do have downloads from all over Arizona. Cities like Alhambra, Buckeye, El Mirage, Gilbert, Phoenix, Scottsdale, Sun City, Surprise, Arizona, and the spring training home of the Seattle Mariners baseball team, Peoria. I'm sending Steve some Tall Mike Wine Podcast coasters. You've heard me talk about the coasters. If you'd like some of your very own, send me an email. The email is tallmikewine at gmail.com. You may be wondering by now if I'm going to get around to talking about wine at all. Of course! But keep in mind, this is the wine podcast that's not all about wine. But I have been sipping some nice wines lately. If you'd like to see some nice pictures of the wines I'm sipping, follow me on Instagram, at TallMikeWine. In my glass right now is a beautiful Cabernet from Washington State. It's the 2013 Feather Cabernet from the Long Shadows Winery Collective. This is a pretty cool concept. Long Shadows makes a variety of wines, all from grapes grown in Washington's Columbia Valley. 
But the winery collective is just that. Each wine under the umbrella has its own identity and is made by a different winemaker. And these winemakers come from all over the place. The Feather Cab is made by a guy who knows a thing or three about making Cabernet, Randy Dunn, whose namesake winery on Howell Mountain above the Napa Valley makes Napa cabs that are intense, immense, and very collectible and age-worthy. Now, this Feather is definitely in that league. It's a big boy, and at eight years old, has still got some life left in it. It's not a fruit bomb. It's full of amazing earthy flavors and rich cocoa and coffee accents. Delicious. Another Washington wine I drank recently is all about fun. And wine is fun, right? The winery is called the Walls Winery, and their take on wine could be considered whimsical. I chatted with my friend Kara from the Waltz Winery here on the podcast a few months ago. That's episode 10 from back in May, if you'd like to hear. The wine is called Stanley Groovy. And true to its name, the wine has a particular groove to it, and that groove is supplied by a few of the well-known Portuguese grape varieties blended with Cabernet and Syrah. I like saying the names of those other grapes. Say them along with me if you like. The main grape is Turiga Nacional. And there's also a good amount of Tintacao and Suzao. All in the blend. Turiga Nacional, Tintacao, Suzao. And repeat. Okay, I could do this all night, really. Speaking of Cabernet, there was a Napa Cabernet in the mix a few nights ago. A small producer out of Oakville, Goldschmidt Vineyard. This one had even more age on it. This was the 2009 Game Ranch Cabernet. The wine had a very dark, dark, almost black color. Impressive for a wine of that age. It spent 31 months in all-new French oak barrels. I luxuriated in the heavenly roundness of the red fruit for the first hour or so. Then the herbaceousness came to the fore and brought with it some great cedary notes. Probably still another five years of very pleasurable drinking left in this one. Could be more if you have the patience. Less than 500 cases were produced of the Goldschmidt Game Ranch Cab 2009. I'm glad that I landed one bottle. Am I making you thirsty? I hope you're enjoying some nice wines wherever you are. And if you're sharing them on Instagram, let me know. Tag me at TallMikeWine, and I'll follow you back. We can compare tasting notes, make snarky comments to each other. It'll be fun. The Tall Mike Wine Podcast was conceived and is written, edited, produced, and maintained by yours truly, If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate me. Write a review if you have something to say. I'd appreciate it. I promise I'll be back in the Vintner's Room very soon with another guest and more wine chat. Thanks for joining me in the home studio in Novato, California. And for now, I'm Mike Stone. Cheers. Cheers.